One. At long last, Chester was walking beautifully by my side. Actually, Chester was walking. I was sort of loping. After all, Chester is a 150-pound Rottweiler Newfoundland mix with a long stride. Still, this was a big improvement for the boisterous one-year-old, so I was rather proud of my training skills as we moved along the wooded trail, and with dappled sunlight dancing over my face through the autumn leaves and the hushed sounds of the woodlands surrounding me, I was becoming quite zen. Abruptly, that changed. A large, reddish-brown creature hurtled around the bend ahead of us. It stopped when it saw us, then began a deep-throated barking while jumping in circles. Chester, who had never met another dog he didn't love, bounded forward to greet this new friend. Unfortunately, we were still joined by the leash, which I had wrapped around my wrist, and as Chester went forward, I went down, hard. You may not realize it, but large, powerful dogs are not unlike large, powerful trucks. Once they are in motion, they take a little while to stop. And so it was with Chester. He dragged me several feet along the dirt trail before grinding to a halt and looking back at me with a puzzled tilt of the head. My arm felt as if it had been yanked from its socket. My t-shirt was torn, and I dreaded to think what cuts and bruises were now adorning my body. Dragging myself to my knees, I was distracted by an urgent whimpering and looked up to see the red setter, yep, it was a setter, gazing intently at me. As soon as our eyes met, he bounded backwards, then turned and ran forward a few paces, looking over his shoulder at me. When I didn't respond, he repeated the exercise, giving me a few anxious woofs. Chester tugged at the lead, wanting to get in on the action. Don't you dare, I snarled giving him the look. It worked, because his expression immediately said, Whoa, and he parked his butt promptly on the ground. Meanwhile, the setter was almost frantic. Okay, buddy, I'm coming, I said, gingerly getting to my feet and taking a few careful steps. There were no breaks or sprains, thank goodness, but I had a feeling I was going to be pretty sore before long. Putting that aside, I did my best to hurry after the dog, whose long legs were sprinting him away. I figured the setter had most likely run away from his owner. They have a strong hunting instinct and will take off after a bird in a heartbeat if not leashed. This guy was wearing a collar and was certainly well cared for. Some poor person was probably worried sick right about now to find him, though that didn't explain why the dog so obviously wanted me to follow him. What I saw next did. The pup darted left onto an intersecting deer trail. I cursed as I turned after him. The trail was pretty overgrown and thorny branches reached out, snatching at my clothes. Carefully pushing the branches aside, I looked ahead and froze. Sprawled across the rough path was the body of a woman. She was face down, legs straight out and long red hair splayed around her head. Somehow, dead bodies keep cropping up in my life, but I really wasn't ready for another one. Get a grip, Polly, 
I scolded myself and forced my legs to take me closer, this time with no regard for the thorns scratching my face and arms. The dog, who was nuzzling the woman's neck, looked up at me and began talking in a pleading rrrr voice, the way dogs do. It took several moments before I realized there was another sound, moaning. Oh my gosh! The woman was alive!